Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. circlers how the hell are you welcome back to another episode of circle time how's everyone doing it's just us today and i am so excited about this episode first of all if you are watching on video i know it's not that cozy today and i'm really sorry but this is like the only place i can set up my camera i am currently in australia i am recording from australia So I had to set up my camera in this hotel room and the only place I could do it was at a table. So I'm sorry that it's not super cozy vibes, but you know, cozy vibes are also what we feel in our hearts a lot of the time. I always love saying that. So, you know, if we're talking cozy, then we'll feel cozy. So there we have it. That's my, it's cozy as a mindset sometimes if you can't actually get cozy. But hello, how are we? I'm so excited about today's episode because we are doing a whole Q&A episode. And I've always wanted to do one of these because I just feel like there's so many, I always like see people ask a lot of, like people will DM me or comment on things and I always have a hard time responding to people because there's so many and I feel like if I respond to one, I want to respond to all of them. and. I don't want to miss any ones or whatever. And so it always just kind of stresses me out. But doing something like this is so great because I can answer so many questions. And we hit 10K on the Circle Time Instagram at Circle Time Pod if you don't follow it. And so I thought, what is a better time than right now to do this? Also, if you hear a little background chatter, I'm sorry. We're staying in, we're in currently in Port, Port Macquarie. It's a little town in Australia, we New South Wales. I've, I'm going to fuck something up. Something I say is going to be wrong here, but that's where it is. And we flew into Sydney and then we took like a little puddle jumper plane over here. And it's just like the best little town. I absolutely love it here. It is so clean, so calm, so beautiful. The water, 
everything. It's just so beautiful. And we're staying in this little air, not an Airbnb, we're staying in like a bed and breakfast little hotel called the Ana. It's called the Ana Mandara Luxury Resort. And it's this little bed and breakfast. And it's run by a husband and wife named Janelle and Leo. And this place is just so amazing. The people here are amazing. Janelle and Leo have been so wonderful. And it's just been so great. But I'm kind of like in a house with other people. So if you hear people talking, that's what that is. And I'm not going to tell Janelle and Leo to stop talking because this is their place. So... Yeah, if you ever find yourselves in Port Macquarie and you need a place to stay, look up the Anamandara because it's wonderful. So that's that. I just also, before we get started, I'm so fucking tired. Well, okay, I can't really complain about being tired because Cody and his parents yesterday did an Ironman. So if you don't know what that is, it's like, it's a triathlon and it is extremely hard and very intense. You swim two miles and then you bike 112 miles and then you run a full marathon. So that's why we're out here. They did that yesterday and they all completed it and they all did amazing. And it was like such a wonderful environment and so cool to see. And I spectated. So I sat, I was out there for like 15 hours spectating and it was amazing. So I can't really complain about being tired because I didn't do any of that yesterday. I just spectated. But I'm also just like so jet lagged. I don't know why I didn't think I was going to be jet lagged going to Australia. Like what What was going on in my head where I was like, it's actually like not that bad. I kept saying that to people. It's actually not that bad. Mm, you're fucking wrong. It's obviously fucking bad. I'm across the world. And I don't, I don't know. I've been to Australia before, but what we did was fly in and out of New Zealand and correct me if that I'm wrong, but I think that flight is shorter. I think from LA, I don't actually know, but it's, it's something about the last time we went, I did not feel this jet lagged at all, but I am struggling. So it's been a little tough to get into the zone, but that's okay because we've made it. We're in the fucking zone. And now we get to do a Q&A episode. So I'm just kind of going to go through the questions that you guys asked me on Instagram. I like haven't seen any of these. This will be my initial reaction to these as well. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you circlers want to know. So let's do it. Also, the Geneva is absolutely popping off. And I just I know I talk about it a lot, but it just makes me so happy to see that this is like an actual community. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we have like a circle time Geneva where everybody chats. There's an everyday chat. There's book club. There's book story time. There's journal time all in there. And it's a bunch of people from all over the world chatting and talking and getting to know each other. And it's just such an amazing way to make friends and meet people. And if you want to join, you can, there's a highlight on the Circle Time Pod Instagram. You can click on that and click on the link. But that's besides the point. We're going to do our motherfucking Q&A. And I'm so excited. Now I just have to find this story. So let's just jump right in, I guess. Are we ready for Circle Time's first Q and A? Let's fucking go. 
Favorite part about podcasting. Let's start easy. My favorite part about podcasting is obviously getting to know the circlers. When I meet someone and they're like, oh, I'm a circler. It just, it brings me so much joy because I feel like they really know me, you know? And that's not to say the people who just watch my vlogs don't really know me. There's something that's just like so unfiltered about circle time. And that's just so, I don't know, special. And so every time someone says like, I'm a circler. Oh, I listen to circle time. It just makes me so happy. So I think just being able to connect with so many people around the world and it's so long form and so unedited. And so I feel like it's just a real like true self. And I'm not thinking about like edits and a video and stuff like that. It's just a little bit different. And so I just love it. And yeah. Okay. Best lesson you've learned during your long-term relationship prior to marriage. Hmm. I would say... I think it's really important to have patience with the person that you're with and like remember why you chose to be with them because I think a lot of times when you are in a long-term relationship, you spend so much time with that person and all of a sudden like you guys just get kind of like snippy sometimes with each other. But if you take a step back and you realize that like you're in this together and you're choosing each other and you love each other and you remember why you chose that person, it makes it a lot easier. And you have to remember that I think a lot of times, like the people that we like feel the most comfortable with and love the most are oftentimes the ones that we take things out on because we know that they're going to love us still. And so apologizing when you feel like maybe you weren't that nice or remembering that they're your like life partner same thing like with family sometimes and I think just remembering that those are your people and you have to make sure you remind them how much you love them and are thankful for them and treat them with kindness that's it's really important because those are your most important people <sighs> okay next up what are your favorite and least favorite textures <laughs> okay my favorite texture is probably like, hmm, God, that is really tough. Maybe like soft serve ice cream. Well, no. Okay. Actually, that's not at all true because I was going to say that my least favorite texture was yogurt. So I don't know how my favorite texture could be soft serve ice cream and my least favorite texture could be yogurt. I don't like, I, I don't like when something is too like like custard or yogurt. Like when I bite into a donut and all of a sudden it's just like wet. I don't like that. My yogurt has to have like a shit ton of granola in it. You know, like I can't just like, like cream cheese. I don't really like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel. I like the, the harder crunchy is like a good texture for me. Like, yeah, I don't, I can't fuck with like, like Cody will like, like lick the spoon after or like lick the knife after he uses cream cheese. I'm like, I'm going to throw up or like if I, if I take yogurt out of the, 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 I almost said box out of like the yogurt container and I put it in a bowl, I can't just like lick the spoon after to put granola on it and lick it after. So really it's just that kind of texture that I don't love. And I guess I would say like crunchy, crunchy. I really like. 
So like mushrooms don't bother me. A lot of people don't like the texture of mushrooms, but I actually really don't mind it. They're just kind of crunchy. I actually kind of like the texture of mushrooms. So yeah. All right. You've heard me talk about this many times, how I want to cook more meals for myself and be better in the kitchen, all of that. And that goal of mine is really only made possible because of HelloFresh. I have talked about HelloFresh so many times because I genuinely love it so much and it really has helped me. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That is why it is America's number one meal kit, truly. HelloFresh makes dinner time a snap with deliciously easy options that will please everyone at your table. From fit and wholesome to pescatarian to veggie, they have a meal plan that suits your lifestyle. Plus, you can swap out proteins and sides to your liking. And no worries, okay, if you're not a pro in the kitchen like myself, HelloFresh's foolproof recipes arrive pre-portioned and easy to prepare in just a few steps. I, Guys, if I can do it, I promise literally anyone can. I feel like when I'm cooking, like I feel like a pro when I'm using HelloFresh. And by using it so often, without even realizing it, I learned so much about cooking. Okay, it's really great. And genuinely, every single meal we've made using HelloFresh is legitimately delicious. I even got my parents using it and they feel the same way. We all just absolutely love it. And HelloFresh does more than just delicious dinners. Not only can you take your pick from 40 weekly recipes, but you can choose from over 100 items to round out your order, from snacks and easy lunches to desserts and pantry necessities. Everything arrives in one box on a delivery day that you choose. How easy is that? You have to try it, I promise. So go to HelloFresh.com slash CircleTime16 and use code CircleTime16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash CircleTime16. Use code CircleTime16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. And see for yourself why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Uh-oh, that's the alarm for the single circlers again. And I mean any of you single circlers, right? Remember, not just the ones who are looking for something serious. But whatever it is you want to find, are you all listening? What if I said it starts with the swipe? So many possibilities really are just a match away. Tinder is the world's most popular dating app, and that means there are the most opportunities there to find whatever it is you're looking for, because success on Tinder really can mean whatever it is you want it to. Other dating apps are hard, but Tinder really does make it easy and fun and also straightforward. So you can say what you want and what you're looking for, and you can make sure the people you're talking to are in the same boat. I think that is so important because you do not want to show up on a date and you want one thing and the person you're talking to wants something completely different. That's just a waste of your time. Tinder just released relationship goals, a new status for your profile that shows others what types of connections you are looking for. Relationship goals is just one of many features that Tinder has released to make sure you're comfy on the app which is what you want to be. You want to be comfy and you want to be getting exactly what you want. And Tinder has more safety features than any other dating app. On Tinder, it starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today and explore all of the possibilities for yourself. Good luck out there. What's a story or memory you have that makes you miss teaching in person? 
I don't know that it's so much like a specific story, but like I, I do miss like the interactions with children and just like seeing the world through a kid's eyes is just so refreshing a lot of the time. And I miss those little moments for sure. And I feel like I always like, like anytime I see like a little kid now, if like I'm standing next to a little kid, I'll like try to talk to it. And they're like, they don't want anything to do with me because they, I'm just a weird, strange person to them. But like, I just miss those little interactions. I miss like, I miss people call me Miss Kelsey. <laughs> like I always really loved that. I just, I miss those little things, you know, but I'm happy right now that I'm not teaching because I think that I'm really able to fully involve myself in like the podcast and my, my videos and stuff. And I think I was using teaching as like kind of a safe thing to fall back on. And this was like the scary thing. And I think it's important to sometimes do the scary thing because you'll grow so much more and you'll learn so much more about yourself. So I'm really happy I'm doing just that right now. And that's a question I get a lot too is, am I still teaching? So I'm not teaching anymore. I was teaching at the same school that I was working at since I was like 19. I started subbing there when I was in school. And my boss, who's a good friend of mine, she moved to Oregon. So once she moved, I kind of just stopped going because it's just hard to explain to people like, oh, I'm just part-time because I also make YouTube videos. Like it just makes no sense to like the naked ear at all. Like no one wants that. So I thought it was a good time to kind of jump into the scarier things in life to do like this. And now look, look at us. We're thriving. We're circling. We're thriving. It's amazing. When are you seeing Taylor? I am seeing Taylor on August 5th in LA. And I'm so fucking excited. I can't even believe it. Following that, another question is what would you what would you want your surprise songs at the Eras tour to be? Now, I have thought I have thought long and hard about this, and I actually I actually don't think I could be disappointed really in general. Like I think whatever she chooses to play, I know I'm going to be happy. What would I love to hear? Daylight. Obviously, I walked down the aisle to that song at my wedding. Now it's fucking weird because her and Joe broke up and it feels weird. But that's another time and another place and another story. I would love to hear Cornelia Street. I think that song is beautiful. I would love to hear Speak Now, honestly. Oh, my God. We didn't talk about the, the announcement. Speak Now, Taylor's version is coming out in July. And I like... I'm so excited. I think Speak Now, Speak Now is one of my favorite albums. I mean, what's not one of my favorite albums? So that's that's kind of, you know, tough to to decipher. But I mean, something about Speak Now, I'm just so excited about. This actual song, Speak Now, I think hits so hard. Something about it has always really done it for me. I would love to see that shit live. I actually went to the Speak Now concert, though. Like the actual Speak Now tour. So I've already seen it, but I would still love to see that. Maybe something from Red because I didn't go to the Red tour. Maybe something from 1989. I mean, she already did fucking clean. I would have loved to see that song. How You Get the Girl. She already did that one. I would have loved to see that. Out of the Woods. She already did. 
I don't know. I would love the last time on the red album. Oh my God. That fucking song to me is just so good. Like I, really there's no wrong song that I could see like there. I'm not going to lie here. Okay. This might, this might ruffle some feathers. There are some songs on like folklore and evermore that don't hit as hard for me. So maybe there's a couple songs on there that I'd be like, okay, I just want something I can like sing along to. And I feel like, I feel like I actually don't know all the words to a lot of those songs very well. You know what song I would like to hear? Dorothea. I fucking love that song. What's the song? A red rose. Oh, the lakes. I love that song too. Anyway. So there's my ramble about that. We have so much to talk about, by the way. Do you guys think that she's dating Maddie Healy? Would that not be insane? Also, did you see the um, did you see the TikTok of him mouthing to the camera? This one's for you. You know who you are. I love you. And then she mouthed to the camera like the next night. This one's for you. You know who you are. I love you. And it was during fucking cardigan. Now, listen, I know I was just kind of shitting on folklore and evermore, but let me tell you, cardigan is one of the best songs that's ever written. I mean, the way that she phrases things, like the the writing in that song, I just think is so beautiful. And like, I can just feel like, I know, I know what she's saying. Like, it feels like, like I've felt that before. Do you know what I mean? And I think it would be so interesting because Maddie Healy and Taylor Swift apparently dated in like 2014 or something. And wouldn't it just be so fucking interesting if Cardigan was actually like kind of written about him or their experience dating when they were younger? When you were young, they assume you know nothing. I don't know. If Maddie Healy is Taylor Swift's Cardigan boy, I'm kind of like... Damn, like it's just pretty insane to think about, you know? So we'll see what happens with that. She's just having fun, I guess, you know? She's single queen and and I love that for her. So I'm interested to see what happens with that. Sorry, I kind of really went off the rails on that one. But here we go. Here's another podcast one. How do you prep for a podcast episode when you have a guest, routines or rituals? I actually kind of just kind of like free ball it not going to lie. I obviously like, I'll listen to like a, a, like some of, if they're a podcaster, I'll listen to a couple of their podcast episodes or I'll watch one of their YouTube videos if they make those or whatever it is. Like I'll look into their content a little bit, but I kind of like to just like get to know people and feel natural when I'm talking to people. And I feel like even in regular life, like if I do too much research on someone, I start acting fucking weird when they're talking to me. Like I already know too much, you know, have you ever seen that meme where it's like you're on a first date with a guy and he's like my aunt and it's like, Ooh, Shirley or Susan, because you've already stalked them on Facebook for so long. Like I feel like that sometimes. So I like my conversations to feel natural. So I try not to do too much, which maybe is a bad thing, but I think it's worked out so far. It's just nice to get to know people and like have a real conversation with them, you know? And I always want it with my guests to, I just want them to feel comfortable like we're having a conversation. Okay, what is your least favorite household chore? (laughs) 
fuck, this is such a good question. I think maybe doing the dishes, something about it, it just like to me is not fun at all. I like every time Cody will like cook or bake or something, I'm like, yeah, but we still have so much fucking clean. Like I just doing the dishes really does not. I don't love it. I don't love it. I think that's probably my least favorite. Like just, yeah. Doing the dishes. I'm calling it now. Okay. What is your spirit animal? Mine is a llama. A llama is a good one. I think mine might be a bear and I don't really know why. Like, I don't know exactly. I just feel so connected to bears because they're so cute, so sweet, but they'll also kill you. And they're like big boys and they're furry. I don't know. None, I'm not a big boy and I'm not furry, but actually I didn't shave my legs for like so fucking long. Right. But like when we were here, I shaved when we were here. But before that, I was I was quite bear like. Honestly, my legs were not. It wasn't cute. It wasn't cute. I'm not going to lie. But maybe that's why bears are my spirit animal. Okay. Let's see. How did you learn what kind of style you like to wear? That's a really good question. I feel like when it comes to clothes, when I started to actually just genuinely wear things that I liked without worrying what everybody else was going to think, that's when I started to come into my own style wise and also like feel more confident because I feel like when I was trying to wear things that I thought other people would like, that doesn't always necessarily mean I feel great in it. But when I see something and I'm like, why do I like that so much? Like, that's really cool. Why do I like that so much? Who the fuck cares? You really like it. You can wear it. Wearing clothes for yourself and not for anyone else is how you're going to feel the most confident. And I know it's easier said than done, but I do feel like instead of putting an outfit on and being like, oh, do you think everybody's going to like this? Like, that's not what you should be worrying about. It's if you like it and you feel good in it, that's when you're going to exude that kind of confidence. And then people will be like more attracted to you, not looks wise or, or also looks wise, but just like more attracted to who you are as a person because you're exuding confidence and happiness because you're happy with what you're wearing. You're not going to feel that happiness if you're just trying to be something else, you know? So I think that's my biggest tip is just if you like something, who the fuck cares what anyone else is going to think? And if you're around people who put you down for wearing something that you like or make fun of you for not wearing exactly what they're wearing, those aren't the kind of people you want in your life anyway. Okay, so we all already know that one of my all-time favorite activities is shopping, right? I just love it. I absolutely love it. But lately, shopping for clothes has felt like a compromise because it often feels like I have to choose between saving up for an expensive luxury piece or settling for like a cheap, fast fashion item that won't last. And I definitely don't want to do that. And that was until I elevated my closet with Quince. With Quince, I can get high quality, timeless pieces without paying that luxury price tag. Quince offers a range of must-have items like a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater for only 50 bucks, 100% European linen pants for 40 bucks, $50 Italian leather bags, 14 karat gold jewelry from just $30, 
All of their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar luxury brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you will have them in your closet forever. I personally have gotten one of those cashmere sweaters and the linen pants. And I've also gotten this beautiful silk skirt from Quince. And I just absolutely love them. The quality on them is just unbelievable. They're so, they're such a great quality and the pricing was a fraction of what I expected them to be and what they feel like they should cost. And I know you're wondering how they do it. Quinn's partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. And what's even better than that is that Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So I actually feel good about getting high quality items that last longer. You have to try it. It's so amazing. Shop with Quince today and discover the affordable luxury you deserve. Right now, go to quince.com slash circle time to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash circle time for free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash circle time. All right. I really hope I'm not alone in this, but I am just the kind of person that sometimes I find one little thing off with my body. For example, like a pain in my back, right? And then I go on TikTok and I go down a TikTok rabbit hole of what this pain could possibly mean. And all I'm doing is getting questionable advice from so-called experts. And I just start to spiral thinking something is seriously wrong with me when I'm really not even actually talking to someone who could help. Like, you know, perhaps a doctor. Um, there are better ways to get the answers you want than that and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. I personally am always and have always been so nervous about going to the doctor and finding a doctor I actually like. But thanks to ZocDoc, I was actually able to do that and it was a lot less scary than I thought it would be. So no more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for someone and just getting questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you just haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Now, coming from someone who, before finding ZocDoc, found going to the doctor and finding a doctor and all of that very stressful, ZocDoc is truly so helpful and so amazing. I really just love it and appreciate it. And I know you will too. You have to try. Go to ZocDoc.com slash circle time and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash circle time. ZocDoc.com slash circle time. How do you manage anxiety about the future? I call it future tripping. Haha. Ha. That's, I like that term a lot. That's a really good question too. I I mean, and something that like, I don't really have a 100% answer to because I worry about the future all the time. I'm always anxious about what's to come. But when you're thinking so much about what's to come, you lose sight of the moment that you're in right now. Do you know what I mean? And 
so I always just really am trying to remind myself to be present and to kind of like love and find one good thing about every moment that you're in, even though sometimes there are certain things that that feels impossible really. But that makes me, that makes me feel in the present. And then once I start like freaking out about things in the future, it just spirals. And so I just try to enjoy the present, which is like the worst fucking answer because like, duh, but I don't know. It's not easy, but we're all in this together. Okay. What is your best memory of 2023 so far? I'm going to have to go with my wedding on this one. That was pretty, pretty fucking great. And another question I saw was, what would you change about your wedding? I genuinely would not change a single thing. It was perfect. It was so perfect. And I loved every, every second of it. Okay. Did you ever get a notice from Taylor Nation? No, I never get a notice from Taylor Nation. That'd be so cool though. Could you fucking imagine? That'd be awesome. Okay. Let's see. When did you know Cody was the one? I knew Cody was the one pretty much the night that I met him. And I feel like I've talked about this before, but he, I don't know. I just felt so at peace when I was talking to him. Like I was being my normal, like I was being myself and I realized that I was being myself and that he was like laughing and enjoying who I was being. And I wasn't trying to be someone else. And I wasn't worried about like, I wasn't feeling like self-conscious at all. Like, you know, when you're talking to someone and you're like, does my hair look weird? Or is this shirt? And you're like tugging at yourself and you're fixing your hair and all that stuff. Especially at that point I was at in my life when I first met him. I think I could have been self-conscious and something about talking to him just kind of put everything to ease. And we were just, I just remember thinking like, damn, we, I am laughing a lot with this person. And he's like laughing at what I'm saying. I'm laughing at what he's saying. And I'm not, I'm not, have you ever like made a joke for this certain audience? Like, it's not like an actual joke that you think is that funny, but you know that the person you're talking to is going to laugh. So you kind of say it. I was making jokes that I just genuinely thought were funny, which is like what I do more now just in general. But I think that's more of a confidence thing. And he was laughing at them and vice versa. And it was just like, I felt like I was home. Honestly, I don't know how else to say it without sounding like a little freaking cheese ball. Okay. What is your favorite phone case? That's actually such a funny question because I have so many phone cases. They're all wildflower, obviously. I have been absolutely loving this fruit one. I'm not gonna lie to you all. This fruit one has been doing it for me recently, but I have so many and I think I'm gonna change it soon. I love, I also have a blue one that has like little flowers on it that's wildflower and I love that one. And all the ones that have bears on them that wildflower makes I also love. Shout out wildflower. What habit would you like to break? You wanna know? See that? Can you hear that cracking? That's my fucking jaw. You can see it in the video. I, I like have to move my jaw to crack it so it feels comfortable. And I feel like I would like to break the habit of cracking my jaw because I hate it. And 
I feel like I should put a dollar in the crack jaw jar every time I do it and maybe I'll stop. But it's just like, it's, it's bothering me so much and it's making my jaw really hurt you guys. And so I need to stop. And if you ever see me do it in a video or when I'm recording, comment, comment, be like, if you ever see me do it, <laughs> if you ever see me do it in a video or when I'm recording, leave five stars and a great review. <laughs> Now I'm never going to stop. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Here, let me see. How do you get your eyelashes to look so good? That is a really sweet question. I just use Ilia Mascara. I love the Ilia Mascara so much. It is my absolute favorite. I know a couple people who like, who it irritated their eyes kind of. I also like the... How do you say this brand? Say, S-A-I-E. And the Hourglass one is good, but the Ilia one's my favorite. But those are like the three that I use. Hmm, okay. How is being a cat mom going? Oh my God, I, you know, I should update you all on that because I, there, it's been, it's been a journey with those little fucks. They are kind of insane, but... They have been good. You know, I think that they're older now. They're like a year old. So they finally have calmed down. They're not as food crazy. Now they're just kind of like snuggly and they hide and they, but they also like, they hide sometimes when like a new person comes in, but then they, then they slowly come out and then they just sit by the windows and stare out the windows. And it's just so sweet. Brisket is like genuinely like a dog. And Ham is a little bit more cat-like, but she loves to lay on people's chests, lay on their chest with her face looking at their face. And it is so sweet. So being a cat mom is great. I, I love it, honestly. Favorite book you've read so far since you got into reading again? Okay, this is a good question because I actually haven't talked to you all about the Hotel Nantucket. So I, this is a tough question because I've really loved every single book that I've read this year so far, but I just finished the Hotel Nantucket. I, I talked, I wrote about it in the Geneva. I told the people in there that I just finished it, but I thought it was such a, it wasn't like there was, a, there was a bit of a love story, but there was more going on than just a love story. And it was just fun and charming and they talk like a lot about food and all sounds really good. But then there's also like a couple good love stories. And I just like thought that it was great. It was, there was a little twist in there. Like something about it was just so charming and wonderful to read. So that's up there for me for sure. I, I've loved, I loved reading that one. So I might have to say that one for, for the nonfiction. I also love Burn the Boats by Matt Higgins. I told you that he obviously was on Circle Time, but that's a great nonfiction book. Very helpful, wonderful. And those have been, those have been great for me. Okay, what's your love language? You know, I think about this a lot. I've actually never taken the, the, the test. And I've never taken the test on purpose because I feel like I feel like 
this might be so stupid actually. Like it's so dumb to say out loud, but like, I feel, I feel as though when, if I know like, oh, my love language is this, then I'm going to only start thinking like that. And I don't want to reject any other types of love. I'm open to expanding my love language horizons, if that makes sense. But I think my love language is words of affirmation. I do love to hear from someone why they love me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. It makes me feel good. I'm going to say it's words of affirmation, but also, you know, a little bit acts of service and maybe a little bit physical touch, but nothing, not too crazy. Like I like to hold people's hands. Like Cody, I love holding his hand, obviously, but like even my friends, if I'm sitting next to my friend, like I'll like grab their hand and hold it. Like I like to hold people's hands, but I don't like when people like rub my back. I don't like that. But I also like to like play with my friend's hair. So I don't know. There's a little bit of physical touch in there, but I would say mainly words of affirmation. Yeah, I should take, I should just take the test. It's not going to change anything, but yeah, I think the most important thing you can do is, is know your love language, but also know your, I think it's more important to know your partners so that you can do that for them. Because a lot of times it's easy for you to give someone else your love language, but it's, you need to remember that you need to be giving them them. You need to be giving them theirs. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think like maybe people don't forget this. It was just me. But like at first, I remember when I first started dating Cody, like his love language is not words of affirmation. It's probably more like physical touch or like gift giving or acts of service. But like, I'm just telling him how much I love him. But I realized that I have to actually like scratch his back or like, show him through different ways and then he feels loved and vice versa. Like I remember him like me being like, no, I want to hear from you how much you love me. I like to hear that. I like for you to tell me I, that's what makes me feel good. So you have to remember to, to give your partner what they like and not what you like, you know? Okay. Are you going to be coming to Melbourne while you're in Australia? I am unfortunately not. I have been before loved it wish we could go but we are only going to sydney we're gonna just hang out in sydney for the for the weekish like five days you know cody just did a lot and so did his parents everybody's kind of exhausted we don't want to like hop on a bunch of planes we're just going to take one plane to sydney and stay there for the rest of the time but we will be back and we will visit all over the place again don't you worry Favorite thing about podcasting versus YouTube? That's a tough question because I I did already explain how much I like that podcasting is like long form and a little bit more unedited. And that's definitely what I love about podcasting is that I really feel like, like you can get to know me a little bit better. Like I talk about things in my vlogs for sure, but I don't go on rants about how much I love Taylor Swift or rants about books I'm reading or blah, 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 blah. blah. It's just a little bit more like edited. I do like though that it's kind of like you're, you get to come with me when I make YouTube videos, like you're in my house with me or you're on a trip with me or it's like kind of like we're doing things together. Whereas podcasting, it's like we're having a conversation and YouTube is like, we're going on it. We're like in the same room. Well, I guess they're both kind of like we're in the same room. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying though? I like them both. They're just, they're just different. Definitely. But it's fun to do both and it's fun 
I think it's fun to do both together because you can, I feel like it's makes things whole. If you watch my vlogs and you listen to my podcast, will you ever get more pets? I would love to get more pets. Oh my God. I want to get a big dog. I want to adopt a big dog. And I want, like, if I want to get every single animal that I possibly can get, I love having pets so much. I just, I've always loved having pets and I've always wanted a million pets. And I think now that I'm an adult and I'm able to, like, I really am kind of just kind of going for it. (laughs) But yeah, I would, I think there's another question right here that says, if you could have another pet, what would it be? I think I'm going big dog on this one. I think that would be really fun for Chili to have like a friend. Because he has the cats, but he likes to be like chased and he likes to chase things. And the cats don't really do that. Chili and the cats just kind of like coexist. They sometimes lay next to each other. They sometimes play a little bit, but they just play so differently that I don't think Chili's needs are being satisfied as much as they could be. So I'm going big dog. My go-to breakfast has recently been Honey Nut Cheerios. Cannot get enough of those things with almond milk. Just a fresh bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios in the morning is, it just, it really just hits differently. I'm not going to lie to you. And it's just easy, you know? I also do love a croissant. I was just texting my friend about this the other day. Croissants are my all-time favorite pastry. I mean, croissants are perfect. I love croissants. I could eat a croissant and I will eat a croissant every single day for the rest of my life. If, if I have the opportunity to do so, I will. I'm a hoe for a croissant. croissant. Croissant nation, rise up. Rise up. Do not let the haters bring you down. Croissants are where it's at. And that's all, that's all I'm going to say about that. Favorite snack, like for real. Tired of hoes telling me it's almonds. <laughs> Absolutely love this question. Could never say almonds. I would say my favorite snack is probably Honey Dijon Kettle Chips. Like the brand Kettle Chips. Is that the brand? The Honey Dijon flavor. Any chip. I just love snacking on a chip. Hot chip. Like a like a Flamin' Hot Cheeto. The Limon ones. You know what I love? Yeah. Any chip. Any pretzel. Any fucking like anything salty. I love. I do love a good like pickle. A good olive. But those aren't really fun snacks. I also like a double stuffed Oreo. Cannot lie to you. A Cheeto puff. A Slurpee like a from 7-Eleven. Like a like a blue Slurpee with like a bag of flame and hot limon Cheetos is an insanely delicious snack. So I'm going I'm going with that. My friend Nat, shout out Nat. She takes hot Cheetos and she puts them in a bowl and then she squeezes lot fresh lemon juice over it. And she eats it with chopsticks. And that's a snack I really love and respect. I don't eat it as much as I should, but every time she whips that out, I'm just absolutely loving it. And healthy snack, I do like dried mango, if that's healthy at all. So I had to give you one of those. And like ice cream, really anything. I think I'm kind of hungry, to be honest with you. So maybe that's why I just went on a rant about croissants and hot Cheetos. Are relationships in college worth it? I think every relationship is worth it in its own way. You learn a lot. Sometimes you end up, I actually don't think anyone should ever regret anything. I don't, I try not to regret 
things that I've done because in, in the moment I was doing it because I wanted to do it. I think if you get into a relationship, if it feels like the right thing to do, if you want to be in a relationship with that person, do it. You will learn something from it. You will take something from it and you will grow. So I don't ever think that it's wrong to be in one if you want to be in one. They're all learning experiences. They all bring you to bring you to where you bring you to the next part of your life or they you grow with that person and you have a life with them. So I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that if you're unhappy in a relationship in college, then you should get out of it or anytime. I think that like if you've reached a point in the relationship where it is no longer serving you and it is only bringing out bad things and doing nothing but neg like bringing out negative things for you, leave that 100%. You can take those things and you can, you can learn from them in a different way. But I just, I don't think, I think that they're, they're learning experiences. So why not try it out? There's a lot of questions on here about like meet and greets and tours and stuff. I would love to, to go around the world and see my sweet circlers do a little like live show or something. I think that could be really fun. Obviously, who knows when or where or what, but generally, yes, I think that that would be very fun. And I would love to meet you all and talk with you all in person. Favorite album of all time. I'm going to go besides, besides the Taylor Swift albums in general. Melodrama by Lord. I think Good Kid Mad City by Kendrick Lamar is one of my favorites. I think, um, what's the Drake album? Take Care. I really love that album. And, oh, come on. Hang on. Let me see. There's another album that I always think of. Oh, like, the Lana Del Rey's album. Oh my God, duh, Born to Die. That album obviously is a slapper. That's just like no skips, you know? There's another album I recently described, described as no skips and I don't remember what it was, but you know what? That's okay. You want to come say hi? Here he is. Hello. It says Cody for those of you who couldn't tell. I got to continue packing my bike up, but. Were you watching me down there? Did you see some crack? No. Kind of letting, letting the crack show a little bit for me. Well, I mean, I I'm wasn't... I'm overlooking a window where Cody is is unbuilding his bike. I wasn't hiding it. You know, it was kind of coming out, and I was like, you know what? She deserves it. A little bit of crack. Thank you. Such a good supporter yesterday. I think you deserve a little bit of my butt crack. That's what I deserve. Mm-hmm. A little peep of your butt crack. That's what you're gonna. That's you don't like it. You don't like it. I do. Anyway, okay, this is a good one. Elmo from Sesame Street, smash or pass? I'm going pass. He's a child, I think. What is he? Like, is he supposed to be an animal? Or is he just like a person? What's Elmo? Does anybody know? Let me know if you know what Elmo is, because obviously I don't. Fave grocery store in LA and why? Pavilions. Ever heard of it? It's like the most normal grocery store in the world. It's where I used to go when I was growing up. So pavilions will always hold a special place in my heart. 
I know many of you are probably thinking I was going to say Erewhon or Whole Foods, two places that I do genuinely love and frequent, but Pavilions will always be my number one grocery store in LA. Shout out Pavilions. Love you. You once said that daylight describes how you feel about Cody. Please explain why. Because she says, I once believed love would be burning red, but it's golden. And I once believed love would be black and white, but it's golden. And when I first started dating Cody, I was explaining to my friend. This was right around when Lover came out, actually. And I was saying to my friend, you know, I used to think that when you, when someone's like the one, it's going to be this like fiery, crazy, passionate, heartbreaking, like heart-wrenching, like flames, love thing. But then I met Cody and I realized that it's just like peaceful and it's happy and it's, I feel safe and calm and it's clear and it's bright and it's like just, just, just right. And she was like, yeah, that's, that's what Taylor Swift says in daylight. You once believed it was supposed to be burning red, but it's actually golden. And so he's like the golden. Oh God, it's always so cheesy. I'm sorry, but it's true. I'm sorry, but it's true. Team Edward or Jacob. Listen, I'm not very much a Twilight gal. I have seen the first movie, but I've never read any of the books. Maybe I've seen the second movie also, but I only liked the first one. I'm going Team Edward, obviously. Obviously, I'm going to be Team Edward. Why wouldn't you be? For a split second, can we fucking talk about Robert Pattinson and Suki Waterhouse being the world's most beautiful couple? Besides ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. I mean, and Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. But Suki Waterhouse and Robert Pattinson are both so attractive and so beautiful. Seeing them on the Met carpet, Met Gala carpet together made me happy. That's all I have to say about that. So therefore, I am team Edward. Describe your death row meal. I'm going mashed potatoes and a corn dog. That's really all I have to say about that. I want a fucking corn dog so bad and mashed potatoes right now. Typical coffee shop order. I go iced latte with almond milk usually or oat milk. That's like my everyday. So I don't know why I decided to tell you that just now. It was not interesting at all. But that's like my go-to every day. Sometimes if I go to Starbucks, I want to spice it up. I'll get like a shaken iced espresso. I like the chocolate one. But yeah, that's that. My dream podcast guests are obviously Ryan Seacrest and Taylor Swift. Duh. So, I mean, I've been listening to Ryan Seacrest on the radio since I was a kid. And I just always thought he was like the coolest guy. Like he just does so much, you know, I just really have always like admired and loved Ryan Seacrest. So I would love to have a conversation with him. I think I'd be a little bit starstruck and Taylor Swift for obvious reasons, you know, let's see, let's do like a couple more. Wow. A lot of you guys asked about snacks that I'm into. I'm glad I, I'm glad I answered that. This question says, what's your favorite sneaker, casual 
and cute going out. I usually rock these bad boys, the New Balance. I couldn't remember. The New Balance 990s, I really like. I also have a pair of like R13 high tops, platform high tops that I really like, but those are a little bit more expensive. And I think high top Converse also just always get the job done. But I have been loving my new balances lately. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Is that like chuggy now? What's your favorite flower? Tulips. Tulips of oil. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm like, I am burping a lot. Sorry. My favorite flower is our tulips. I love them so much. If you were a pasta noodle, what shape would you be? I think I would probably be the curly ones. What are those called again? Rigatoni? Probably rigatoni. But like I also I also could see myself being like Cavatelli, you know? And I could also see myself being angel hair. Just because I like the sound of that. So I'm going to give myself that one. A lot of you asked my favorite Speak Now song. I'm, it might be Speak Now, but it's also probably not Speak Now. I would say that my favorite Speak Now song maybe is Enchanted, Better Than Revenge, Last Kiss, a bunch of slappers on there, and Speak Now. Those are all very good. What's your go-to favorite cocktail? I love a vodka soda with actual lime juice, like a solid splash of real lime juice, not just a squeeze of lime. That's usually my go-to. I also love a dirty martini, but vodka soda with lime juice. And I just realized I always go actual lime juice and it kind of looks like I'm like jerking something off, but that's okay. Actual lime juice. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do to get the point across because you know they're going to just squeeze it. And when they hand it to me and it's like clear, I don't want that. I want it to look a little foggy with lime juice. Are there any places you want to travel to that you haven't been to yet? I would love to go to Japan. I'd love to go to Greece. I'd love to go to Italy. I'm going to Italy in September for a wedding. But Japan and Greece are two places that I would love to visit as well. And I always like, I'm happy I'm in Australia and I could spend a little bit more time here. Because I feel like the last time I was here, I didn't get to spend too much time here. So, yeah. Okay. Last but not least. Do you enjoy talking to slash meeting circlers in public? Duh. It's my favorite thing in the world. I love when someone comes up to me and says that they're a circler. It really, really makes me so happy. And yeah, it's the best. So, of course. And that's that. I love doing these. Maybe we can do another Q&A episode at another time, but it's just so much fun to just like chat and answer the things y'all want to know because that's what I'm here for. And I love talking to you and it feels like we're kind of like really talking when I can see your names and what you want to know. So that was really fun. I'm really happy that we got to do that. And that's the end of today's episode. I am going to go continue living my life here in Australia, but I love you all and I can't wait to see you back in comfy zone when I'm back home. So thank you for dealing with this uncomfy episode. 
but I thought it was pretty comfy after all. The vibes were comfy and that's all we need. So thank you for listening. Make sure to give Circle Time five stars and a good review. And that's that. I love you all so much and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.